Hi everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Provision podcast. I am joined today by Emily Krauss who will be talking about storytelling with us. So hello Emily. Hello. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. So um, Emily can you tell us a little bit about yourself please? I can. I am I'm based in Somerset and I have worked in childcare for, since I was 18 and I am 37 now, so it's been a while. Um, I also run Early Observer um, and basically do a lot of training um, around, especially really around well-being and forest school and nature. Lovely. So... Today we're going to be talking about storytelling. So I've asked all my guests so far if they could give me an idea about what they think storytelling is. So what is storytelling to you? So storytelling to me is about creating opportunity to really use your imagination to kind of go into a magical world as well um, and to have fun with relaying things that maybe have happened to you or about to happen. Um, It's a great way of expressing yourself and just coming together as well. Lovely, Emily. So would you mind telling me, do you have one particular strategy that you think really supports storytelling for you? Yeah, I do. Uh, For me, I think uh, it has to be nature story sticks. Um, They're a fantastic tool to you. They were actually, you might know them as journey sticks, because originally they were for Native Americans and Aboriginal people used to use them to track their journeys and to use it either as a map or to tell stories about their travels when they got back. So I discovered actually nature sticks from um, my forest school training. We used to do it that we would collect treasure and um, look at it and use it for describing what we'd seen and things. And since then, I took it into my practice and we changed it so that we could tell these stories, not actually realising that this has been going on for many years. Um, And what was beautiful was how amazing it was to see the children describing things in totally different ways. So it's become a big tool in my everyday practice. Nature story sticks are great because they're really tactile and they use a lot of their senses and because the children are attached and connected to the story they become really active learners so I thought I could break it down um, for you guys so that you can use this within your setting Um, first of all things that you will need is a strong stick I always kind of have a rule of thumb that it was no longer than the child's forearm uh, just because it's safer uh, it's less likely that they're going to swing it around now you can either use string or a double-sided tape or elastic bands to then attach things to it and if you're using string just make sure you take your scissors with you and obviously if you're going out and about just encourage the children to be wearing some comfortable shoes Um, So what we do is basically we walk along and before we've even started with our sticks, we talk about the importance of nature and that we only pick things that have fallen on the floor and that we check in with the adults that it's safe to pick. Um, We talk about things being spiky or things, you know, that might prickle us and things. um, And that's why we need to check in. So it's a really good place to start that we 
clarify that from the beginning. Uh, then we encourage the children to find uh, new things. The great thing is, is that it really gets them being quite observant about what is around them. Uh, and they will discover things like maybe it's a feather or some moss or a really crunchy leaf, and then they can attach it. Now, if they're a lot younger, it's much better to use double-sided tape, tape because it means that they become a little bit more independent rather than you tying it on for them. When you either take a break or you might get back to your setting, this is a great time to encourage your children to talk about either their journey or they can create a story from it. Um, what's really, really lovely is you'll discover how they suddenly become quite descriptive in their language and they will talk about things that you wouldn't even necessarily have thought of if you were trying to plan it for them. So it's really, really quite simple. Um, but really, really effective and powerful. I think the lovely thing is as well, because it's in nature, it's forever changing. So each time you're coming out into the outside, there are new things that have fallen, the new seasons, so they bring different opportunities. So it's never the same. And that's a really lovely thing because you could do this activity over and over and over again, but actually each time it's gonna bring something new. That's lovely, Emily. I'm just thinking when you're talking about that, it's you're giving children that ownership of the journey that yeah. they've been on as well. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've seen people do something quite similar to this, but I've seen it as being a very adult-led activity. But the way you're describing it is, you know, the children are in charge of asking the adult, you know, can I put this on the stick? They actually, they are the physical, you know, they're physically putting things on the stick themselves. They're taking ownership of the story, which is beautiful. Um, based on what you've just said then I wonder would you give me an example of or maybe you can think back to a time when you've used a story stick in a setting maybe where you've been on a walk or something the kind of things that children would pick up and put onto their story stick would it need to be something that's quite um, magical and special or could it be something that's just off the floor does it really make a difference what it is as long as it's purposeful what what do you think I, I honestly think Actually, it could be so ordinary to us, but as soon as you then they put it onto the stick, something magical happens with it. Um, so that's when the magic actually happens. So yeah, leaves, moss, uh, another little stick to go onto it. You know, lavender. That there was a really lovely moment. If I use an example, that one of the children just put a little bit of moss on, and actually when they came to tell the story, they described it. Um, roughly as what I can remember as um, it was such a wet bouncy bit of moss that it became a trampoline for these little fairies that they take on so that's when the magic happens so yeah it's nothing you know you don't have to have special resources and actually it's not about us saying no 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 don't you know don't use that because that's not special enough it's actually empowering the children to create those little moments that are special to them because what we see as maybe something special uh, or not as special they would see as something special so again it's going back to that ownership it's them telling the story it's not as dictating how it should be or what it should look like 
Fantastic. Emily, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, if people want to reach out and contact you on social media, what is the best way to do so? Uh, the best way is on my Early Observer page. So it's just at Early Observer and you'll find me there. Is that on Instagram? Yes. Sorry, on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's wonderful. So thank you, Emily, for joining us. That's wonderful. I know it'll make a big difference to people's practice. Um, have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.